0: Welcome to Insured Solution, Drive Time Discussion. I'm your host, Daniel Ochoa, and today we brought back uh, Steve Petty. Steve, thank you for coming. Thank you, Daniel, for having me. I know we had you on a couple times already, uh, but you know this worker compensation is very complicated and there's a lot to talk about, so I wanted to ask you another question about workers' comp. Go for it. Uh, what is light duty in RTW? What exactly is that? <clears throat> Return to work, light duty, Temporary work status for an injured worker released by a doctor to go back to the workplace and perform a job with medical restrictions. There can be a variety of physical restrictions that, it, that may be in conflict with the regular full-time job. Return to work light duty is an enormous part of the overall work comp picture. Coupled with drug testing, this subject and drug testing will do more overall to keep claims down, costs down, and mods down than anything else an employer can do. Return to work is an art form to learn. It doesn't come natural because the key to return to work is not to have it go on any longer than necessary because most employers don't have the resources, don't want to expend the resources to do something that may be busy work. Not necessarily critical to production, it doesn't generate revenue, but oftentimes with their physical restrictions from a doctor, it ends up having to be that. And so the employers decide, do I want to have return to work or do I not? And if it's convenient, some of them will have it. If it's not, they let the employee go out on work comp, TTD which is temporary disability, and they're going to receive their two-thirds of their weekly check from the carrier, which is charged back to the employer three times whatever it costs. We referenced <laughs> earlier the $10 an hour. Now it's going to cost them 30 an hour for a $10 an hour job, and employers do this willingly. And the thing is, it's a loan, so right now it's, you're perfectly fine with it. I mean, you're, it's, it's no problem, there's nothing to deal with. But when renewal comes around and all this starts to kick in and it drives the mod up, you wonder where it comes from. You look at indemnity cost, Indemnity costs where, where return to work and light duty actually apply, often represent 40 to 45% of a claim. I've seen them 50 to 60% of a claim, and that is a disaster when you're talking 50, 100,000, $200,000 claim, and half of it almost is an indemnity cost. And they wonder why their mod is 1.5 and 1.8. This because they have not had return to work. Like any insurance program, the more you use it, the more it's gonna cost. The more you subject the carrier to spending your money, the more they're gonna charge you to do it. You have returned to work for a variety of reasons. It it keeps the employee in the mindset of the workplace so they don't become isolated. It it prevents them from going home and watching TV all day, seeing those already referred to attorneys advertising all day about all the freebies they can get. It lets some people, and we went into it all the time on claims, take a paid vacation now, because now they don't have to work. They got the income coming in, it's time to go on a vacation at the employer's expense times three or four or five depending on how long the claim stays open because that formula only shuts off when the claim closes until then it keeps applying year after year after year it becomes very costly this is a built-in design the system is very clever the employers must have a return to work policy and program in place they must have options but more importantly they must look at behavior at light duty return to work as a behavior subject They must affect the behavior of the claimant. I can say after decades of seeing the claims, 98-plus percent of the claims that we encounter that have this issue in play involve lower-skilled, unskilled labor with lower wages. And the systems on the return to work uh, on the compensation under light duty, uh, TTD, are really designed to go up to a cap. And these people always fall under the cap, so it's always free money. There's no better scheme than having, than not having to work and to get paid. And that's exactly what's allowed when an employer does not have this. But what's important is, the employer uses it as a behavior tool. For example, let's just take a quick look at the, the, the typical 90%, 95% claimant. There's one thing they have in common all over the world, no matter what state, what country. These people typically don't like to read. And that's their problem. They don't like to read. And when light duty is involved, you've got to get it by the doctor, and you've got to put a claimant in a situation where, number one, they can physically do it, but number two, they don't like it. If they don't like it, they're going to end it quicker than if you let it go on and they enjoy it. And it can go on for months and years. The rule is if it takes more than two to four weeks to end light duty, there's something wrong. Something is wrong with how it's set up. So the key in what we do, we like to use sedentary sit-down study work in one of our main 18-month projects, which just the premise of an 18-month project to someone on an hourly wage who looks forward to Friday to get paid and get going and then party, that is inconceivable. And then they're gonna be subjected to learning and actually becoming somebody that could probably improve their life five or tenfold. But will they do it? Not likely. But at the same time, it's work to get paid. If they don't work, they don't get paid. And you have to handle light duty correctly with what do we always say? Documentation. You have to prove with the documentation that an offer was made, it was accepted or declined. Either way, you don't care. One way or the other, if they decline it, great. Now they're not going to get paid by anybody, so that paid vacation becomes on, on their nickel now if they want to take it. And if they t- say they'll take it and start, uh, and then they don't come in or they want to take off or they just don't show up, you don't care because they're only getting paid for what they do. No work, no pay. That's the philosophy of earning, not entitlement. And most people in these wage groups are not used to earning because they don't know a way. The lottery's not going to cut it, so what they do is they got to have entitlement. These are where the problem claims are. I don't mean every claim. I want to, once again, reiterate quickly. Not every problem claim is, 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 is the norm in the system. There are, some, there are some the system is designed to work with, and it does, but the ones that drive the mod and drive the cost are the problems. That's where the drivers are. To keep the mod down, you've got to stay away from the drivers and you've got to discourage it. You use light duty as a tool, as a weapon, to sort of promote it in the workplace. You make every employee understand from the moment they're hired that they will always have a right to earn an income if they're ever injured and put on restrictions by the treating doctor. They will always have a right to earn an income. The key to that is earn. That's the difference. And it doesn't cost you near as much as you think. And then when the word is out and they understand there are no free rides, guess what? These problems seem, they just disappear because nobody wants to do it, because they don't, number one, they don't like to read. I and mean, when you make it sedentary, reading and studying with a purpose and a goal, and we offer that in our program, now you've got something in place that will attack a major, major component to the driver of work comp. So I hope that sheds a little light on return to oh, work absolutely. Like it. absolutely. It seems like that if, uh, if a lot of these uh, employers would just implement these procedures, a lot of this pain would go away. A lot of them say they have it, but they only have it when it's convenient. They don't understand the importance of it, both in cost and in psychology. If they will always have it, always make it available, and always promote it, and we have posters to that effect, they will find that it's not, not going to be tapped into if it's, if it's a disconnect between those who are used to working in labor, and now they have to think. The thinking is the problem. Right. A lot of people work hard, but they don't think hard. Success doesn't come from always working hard, it's from right. thinking hard. And that's what they don't want to do. After all, Friday is near, the party time is about upon them, and that's what they want to do. That's fine, but this is where you really get the benefit of it the most. And I say that having done it for years and seeing the results of certain populations don't even start. And if they don't start, you have no indemnity cost. If you have no indemnity costs, you've only got medical. Now have got the claim just about been cut in half. And you've taken out all the incentive. What they really want is the free check every week. Yeah. So you've just taken it all away, and now you've given them an alternative that says that vacation you wanted, that paid vacation, is your job. It's not light duty. (laughs) That's the game plan. So I hope that helps. No, it did. And once again, Steve, I want to thank you for coming on and clearing about the light duty and the RTW, so thank you very much. I learned a lot. I'm sure our audience did too. Well, thank you, Daniel, for having me out once again. You're welcome. Thank you.